1361. Make sure you're living with passion. Hey, Fire Nation, and welcome to EO Fire, where I chat with inspiring entrepreneurs seven days a week. If you're ready to create, grow, and monetize your podcast, text podcast course, all one word, to 33444 and ignite. Find your perfect hire fast. Right now, you can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Hold on to those afterburners, Fire Nation. Jolly Doom is here, and I'm fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Corey Poirier. Corey, are you prepared to ignite? I am ready to set the place yes. on fire. I, <laughs> I don't know if that, that's incriminating me on anything, but I'm absolutely ready to set things on fire. Corey is an award-winning keynote speaker and international best-selling author who's appeared on television specials on Eastlink and TeleTV. He's also presented at TEDx and Mo Monday's talks and has interviewed more than 3,400 super achievers. He's a seasoned stand-up comedian and a Rock Recording of the Year nominee. Ladies and gentlemen, Corey. Corey, take a minute, fill in some gaps in that intro and give us a little glimpse of your personal life. Absolutely, John. So uh, I guess some of the gaps is uh, I grew up in a small town. I'm not going to take the listeners all through my, you know, from one day old, but I grew up in a small town, was raised by a single mother. Uh, I've learned more and more how big of an influence that had on my, both my life and my career. And what happened was when I hit about, uh, I'm going to say, late teens, I launched a, a business newspaper similar to Success Magazine, but uh, more like a newspaper. And and what happened from there is I, I entered the world of entrepreneurship and essentially started down that path of, of I guess, sort of trying to write my own rules and create my own freedom. And in between, I guess, that and, and where I am today, I did spend about 10 years in the corporate world. Uh, selling photocopiers, business door to business door, not for the faint at heart. Um, but it definitely, you know, and, and we've estimated that I did well over 10,000 cold calls in my first five years wow. of that career. So I definitely learned a lot about both business, customers, uh, working with clients, uh, communication through that process. And then I guess to bring us full circle, I back in 2002, I had somebody ask me if I wanted to try my hand at stand-up comedy. I said that sounds terrifying, but I jumped in anyway, performed my first show with the uh, mic turned off uh, and and (laughs) totally bombed, kept coming back and then eventually learned that there was such a thing as a career as a professional speaker. And that really kind of, I guess, sort of takes a full circle to how I spend a lot of my time today. Well, Fire Nation, if you're recognizing Corey's voice, there's a reason for it. He was episode 297 of EO Fire. That was 1,064 episodes ago. So, Corey, you're one of the few repeat guests who has a 1,000 episode or more gap, which is huge. And you're also one of the few people, I think you're actually the only person that I've ever interviewed that's interviewed more people than I have. And in fact, at 3,400, you're going to take a little while for me to catch, but be a little worried because I will catch you. (laughs) I'll catch you. (laughs) I have no doubt. But what I want to do today, Corey, is really focus on a couple things, you know, what you've been doing the last three years. Like, let's catch Fire Nation up. You've been doing a lot of cool things. But first and foremost, today, 2016, how are you generating revenue in your business? 
I guess probably two different ways, and I'm I'm currently planning to go in, in a third direction. But the two key ways, John, would be first, I kind of mentioned the the speaking side of my life. So obviously, as a speaker, I'm out working with clients on a weekly basis. So that is definitely a major revenue generator. And then also, I mean, much like yourself, but I guess a smaller scale because the speaking brand has been a big focus. But I also have our show and we have sponsors on our show and we have head sponsors since day one. So that has generated revenue. And then the business publication I mentioned, uh, that has been put on hiatus for a while. But uh, we had advertisers and sponsors in that publication. And there's been talk about re, mm. I guess we'll say relaunching that. But currently, through the uh, the radio show and then also through my speaking brand, will be the two core ways. We know a lot about your journey from back on episode 297. You got into your worst moment. You broke down one of your aha moments. Since then, you know, almost three years have gone by. You've done a lot of things. You've had some successes. You've had some failures. What I want you to do is tell us of a recent failure of a recent moment that you consider your worst recent entrepreneurial moment. And Corey, you're a storyteller, so don't hesitate to take us to that moment in time and really tell us that story. Absolutely, John. I guess for me, probably one of the worst (laughs) failures, if you will, was, and and this sounds kind of, I guess, um, it's kind of, it's, it's, it's almost one of those ones where it's, I learned a lot from it, but I didn't learn it until after it happened. So I mentioned the business publication that I was just talking about, and and that was my second go around. I had a, a newspaper uh, when I was, I guess I mentioned off the top when I was 19. I ran that for about a year, and, and that was one of the ones I talked about that was a big failure the first time around. Um, but you know, when I go full circle, I, I ran this publication, the more recent one, for the better part of five years on a monthly basis, and and that helped with a lot of those interviews too. I should I should clarify as well because we were doing upwards of 40 to 50 interviews a month for just that publication alone. And, but we ran it for five years. I had other people involved with me. And I guess the failure was the recognition that it was actually holding me back. So the failure was that I was running this business and putting a lot of focus onto it. And it was actually what was, I guess, uh, slowing down my growth. Take us to that moment. What was that moment you recognized that that was actually slowing you down? How long ago was that? What's the approximate date? Walk us through that realization. Yeah, absolutely. So it was around 2013. I don't know the exact month, but 2013, I know is exactly when it happened because when I made the decision that this was happening, I had to make uh, some big moves. So when I recognized it was, I had this, and this is going to sound like a weird way to recognize it, or maybe it won't, John, after all your interviews, but I had a person we interviewed. And he said, you know, Corey, I love some of the things you're doing. I do love the publication, but I wonder if Corey is thinking big enough. And that really put this little time bomb in my head that kept ticking, you know, the idea of, am I thinking big enough? And and I asked him to explain a bit. And he said, you know, I just think that you could be doing so much more on a global scale. And I worry that this regional publication is slowing you down and is not taking you let's say to the big, the big game. And then I was interviewing Shalene Johnson, which a lot of your listeners will probably recognize Shalene's name. And Shalene brought this up. She said her father asked her about Turbo Jim. Wasn't she thinking big enough? How is she going to bring this to the world? And I guess those two things, Shalene saying that to me and then him, this uh, gentleman, Andrew, uh, bringing this up to me and saying, you know what, is Corey thinking big enough? Those two things, I guess, really woke me up. And then I, what I did was I started analyzing the business publication and looking at how much time it was taking versus what revenue it was bringing in. 
And that was the, that was the moment, you know, whenever all that came together, the, the me looking at the business and realizing it wasn't, and those two people kind of triggering me to take that look. That was when it all came full circle. And that was, like I say, 2013. And then we I almost immediately, I won't say that day, but within a couple of months, was able to shift gears and, and shift away from the publication. Is Corey thinking big enough? And Fire Nation, his answer to that question was no, he wasn't. And I want to pose that question to you now, Fire Nation. Are you thinking big enough. Think about what you're doing day to day. Think about the people you're reaching. Think about the effort you're putting in and the results that that effort is resulting in. Are you thinking big enough? And the answer for some of you might be yes. And that's awesome because you really do want to make a difference in your region, in your community. Like you want to make a huge difference in a small community. And that's awesome. Or maybe you want to make a huge difference in a huge world type community. And that's awesome too. So really ask yourself that question. Question, am I thinking big enough? And if the answer is no, it's time to think bigger. Because all we have is time. And Corey, something that I was really getting from you when you were breaking that down is you were spending so much time, energy, effort, bandwidth, and even money on this thing that you know was doing well, but was limiting you from doing other things, from taking that same time, energy, bandwidth, and money and putting it into other opportunities that were more scalable, that were more, that were more leverageable. And those were things that you actually re- realized and recognized you wanted to do. So that's my big takeaway, Corey, in just one sentence. What do you want to make sure Fire Nation gets from your story? That just because something is successful doesn't mean it, and that's, that's a hard recognition, but that something is successful just because it is doesn't mean it's the right road for you to take. Now, Corey, you've had a lot of great ideas over the last few years as well. I mean, it's been over a thousand episodes. She's been on EO Fire and you've done some really cool things. And again, as you mentioned, you've had some really tough things to recognize as well in your life and in your business that have made you a different entrepreneur now today than you were a thousand days ago. That's just reality. That's you growing and Fire Nation. Hope you're growing as well. But my question to you, Corey, is what is your biggest aha moment or one of your greatest epiphanies that you've had in the past couple of years that you can share with us today? Probably on the speaking side, because, you know, John, when we last talked, I was I was even more focused on other areas on the entrepreneurial side. But to realize as a speaker, how big of a difference you can actually make in people's lives. I mean, I've been speaking professionally and getting paid to speak for 14 years, but I don't know the last and maybe it's because I shifted that focus away from where other energies, but to start getting a lot of testimonials of people through social media, which is probably a big part of why it's happening more. But people saying, you know, Corey, you, you, you did this talk at this conference and you mentioned this one thing. And I just want to let you know, I started doing it three months ago and my whole life feels different and better. So the aha moment was how big of an impact you can make by sharing your stories and by sharing a message and by going out and trying to help people move from point A to point Z. It, it's really, for me, the aha is the, how big of a difference and impact you can make. And, and, you know, I talk a lot about the invisible impact. So even the, the fact that our ripple can actually go so far without us even realizing until maybe years later or never how big that ripple really is. I love that phrase, the invisible ripple, and something that I always go back to over and over again when people ask me, like, John, what are you most excited about what you're doing? Like, my answer is always the ripple effect because I love when I get emails from people that say, John, 
like your podcast inspired me or Corey from your, from your podcast inspired me to do this. Like those are great, but I love even more emails that say, John, Corey inspired me to do this from your podcast. And now look at this email that I got from something that was inspired by me for doing the thing that I was inspired by, by Corey. And it's like that third degree of separation that I just love and just seeing that invisible ripple just continue to make waves and impact throughout the world. And, and just knowing that an episode that I recorded three years ago, two years ago, yesterday might really change somebody's life two years, five years, 10 years from now. That's that's special, Fire Nation. So think about that when you're really coming down to saying, hey, what am I doing in, on a day-to-day basis with the content that I'm producing, with the bliss that I'm chasing, you know, with this life that I'm leading here? What do you want to make sure, Corey, Fire Nation gets in just one sentence from your aha moment? Just because something might not seem like it's you know, it's an entrepreneurial endeavor that other people will find as sexy as another thing you might be working on doesn't mean it might not have a bigger impact. So in the speaking side, you know, sometimes we might not look as a, at a speaker as an entrepreneur, but, and, and I had that problem myself. I wasn't, but the takeaway to me is that um, just because I didn't think it maybe looked as sexy to other people, I shouldn't shy away from it. If it's going to have a bigger impact than maybe another entrepreneurial endeavor I could be spending my time on. Corey, what's your biggest weakness? As an entrepreneur, it's a struggle between two of them, but maybe the details, not as not being a big fan of the details. So, you know, like I mentioned with that business publication, you know, to not even notice the details, the fact that it was eating up so much time, uh, I guess I get so passionate that I don't notice the details. And, and of course, the details can sometimes be the sinker for you. What's your biggest strength? Probably the passion. <laughs> the reason I didn't notice the details is because I, I loved what I was doing and I love what I'm doing. So probably that I'm so passionate. And as long as I'm working on my passion, I can be completely focused on it. But of course, it still lends itself back into the weakness of then you you sometimes miss the smaller details that can be ever so crucial. Fire Nation, these are good weaknesses and strengths to have because, you know, if you are leading with passion, if you are just every single day waking up, wearing your passion on your sleeve, guess what? You are going to make success. You are going to gloss over some details. You are going to break some things because you are going to be like a little bit of a bull in a china shop. Just make sure you're building a team around you that is strong in details, a strong organization that's going to keep the train moving on the tracks. Now, Corey, you have a lot of things going on right now that you're excited about, but what's the one thing that has you most fired up today? Well, I mentioned the the speaking field and discovering how big of an impact that I'm able to make as a speaker and, and, you know, how you can use speaking and leverage speaking to grow your brand, to get an important message out, or if you're traveling the path I am to actually get paid an income to speak. (laughs) And so I get these questions, you know, and again, social media probably helps this a lot, but I get a lot of questions these days about how can I launch a speaking career? Uh, how can I use speaking to grow my brand or get, get the word out there about what I'm doing? So what I'm excited about today is I finally, after all these years, have decided to launch a speaking program. Uh, I'm literally weeks to a month away from launch. And so I'm excited to actually start teaching people how to launch what took me 14 years of a speaking career in months. I mean, that's what I'm, I'm super excited about right now is to get this program out and, and start helping people get their message out. And And also, it's really important to me for us to have good quality speakers out there. And so I'm excited about hopefully molding some people who've never spoken before into high quality speakers that'll be on the circuit, uh, you know, spreading a great message and sharing an important story. And where can Fire Nation find out more? Probably the easiest way is thespeakingprogram.com. 
Boom, thespeakingprogram.com. And Fire Nation, don't go anywhere because we're about to crush the lightning rounds. But first, we're going to take a quick minute to thank our sponsors. EO Fire is supported by City Cards with Android Pay. How cool is it that we live in a world where you can use the same device to listen to EO Fire and buy your morning coffee, groceries, and more? And did I mention it's a super fast way to pay? Just use your City Card with Android Pay at the register. Get in, get it, get going. Download the Android Pay app on Google Play or visit city.com slash Android Pay to get started. Android Pay is available for eligible City Consumer Credit and debit cards. Finding your perfect hire for business is tough. In addition to seeking out the most qualified candidates, you're also gauging who's going to be a great fit for your team, and this can take a lot of time. That's why when it comes to hiring, we recommend ZipRecruiter.com. In fact, we just hired the newest member of Team Fire using ZipRecruiter. Find candidates in any city or industry nationwide. All it takes is one click to post your job to 100 plus job sites. Then watch your qualified candidates roll into ZipRecruiter's easy to use interface. The best part is there aren't any emails or calls to juggle. We just screened candidates, rated them, and then hired the right person fast. Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by over 800,000 businesses. Right now you can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free by visiting ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. And one more time, try it free at ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Corey, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? I sure am. I'm just (laughs) as prepared as I was to ignite at the beginning. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? This is a, a unique probably answer, John, or maybe it isn't. Again, you can tell me after all those interviews, but for me, I was kind of the opposite. It wasn't that anything was holding me back. Uh, I, in fact, launched my first business when I was uh, 18, 19 in that range. And I just went through an entrepreneurial program. So maybe the only thing that held me back was just the things that were in the way of me launching, you know, meaning the things that were holding me up from launching. But I was ready to rock right from the first day I discovered the life of an entrepreneur. So for me, I, I think, like I say, the only thing holding me back was maybe me feeling people were in my way or going through a program where I had to wait until I was done to get some seed money to launch. So it was more just the, I guess, the external things that were kind of holding me back. What's the best advice you've ever received? Just because you're working hard doesn't mean you're working smart. So the best advice I was given was to make sure that you're working smart first and then make sure you're working hard in that order. What's a personal habit that contributes to your success? This one was from Jack Canfield. We had him on the show and he talked about his hour of power. And after hearing it, I started incorporating an hour of power into my life. Uh, So the short version is that I essentially spend the first hour, give or take, depending on the day, but the first hour of the day engrossed in habits that I know are going to improve my life without distraction. Can you share an internet resource like an Evernote with Fire Nation? The one I wanted to share today is not as sexy as Evernote, um, but I am still a big fan of Stitcher. Uh, So Stitcher uh, radio slash podcasting, being able to listen in the car. And and I love iTunes, but I like Stitcher, the fact that it's just, you know, plug and play. It's just press it and off you go to the races. And in fact, that's how I discovered John Lee Dumas, an entrepreneur on fire with Stitcher. (laughs) So so I still still think that's an overlooked resource. And, And of course, somebody else could listen to that. And, and think of another uh, podcast like iTunes, another resource. But to me, Stitcher is so easy and plug and play and works on every device. So Stitcher would be the one. 
If you could recommend just one book for our listeners, what would it be and why? If you remember, John, the first time around, I recommended Dale Carnegie's How to Win Friends yes. and Influence People. And that was because it was the first book I ever read at 27 years of age. Uh, but to be fair and recommend a second book, so it's not just a repeat of the last interview, I would probably jump to Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Uh, and I know that's another classic that a lot of people recommend on the show. Uh, but the why for me is because what Napoleon Hill was sharing is wisdom and insight. You know, all these interviews later, you know, my interviews, and I'm sure yours, I'm discovering that those fundamentals still work just as well today as they did in 1936. So why I would recommend it is because it's still timeless. Yeah, fundamentals are fundamentals for a reason. They are timeless, Fire Nation. Now, Corey, this is the last question of the lightning round, but it's a dues. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? I love this question, John, and, and, and I don't think this is a repeat of uh, over a thousand episodes ago. But uh, what I would do, probably the first thing and maybe the most important thing is I would try to seek out the influencers. Uh, that's what I would spend my time doing. I would try to seek out the influencers. And then, of course, the second stage to that is then I would try to build value for those influencers. I would try to demonstrate value to them. I would try to find a way that I could deliver value so that they start saying, who is this Corey guy? Now, that's a lot to do in, in seven days especially with influencers because they're hard to reach. But even if you just reach two or three influencers or, or one or two influencers and they said, you know what, I want to support what Corey's doing because he obviously wants to support what I'm doing. I would want to make that happen. And so, I, you know, on the laptop side, I guess I would just be using it to build that relationship, social media, emails, that type of thing. But I would really spend my time uh, building value for influencers. Corey, let's end today's episode on fire with a parting piece of guidance from you. The best way that we can connect with you and then we'll say goodbye. Make sure you're living with passion. When we've done all these interviews, 3,400, you know, we figured out the top 10 traits and the number one is that these people are living with passion. They've discovered their purpose and they're living on purpose. So I would tell uh, Fire Nation listeners to actually make sure that you are living your passion and if you're not, then maybe it's time to find the best way to discover your passion and live it. And, and then the best way to, to reach me would probably be through, I guess the, the main hub would be thepassioncure.com. So thepassioncure.com. And on that website, you'll find the show, my blog, and then also you'll uh, find our social media channels so that, um, that you can connect with us and, and, and reach out and, and make some magic happen. Well, Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And you've been hanging out with CP and JLD today, so keep up the heat. And head over to eofire.com. Just type Corey, that's C-O-R-E-Y, in the search bar. And his show notes page will pop up for this episode and, of course, episode 297. And we're talking time-stamped show notes, Fire Nation, best in the business. Go check him out. All the links will be there. And Corey, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you, John. Fire Nation, thank you for listening to EO Fire. Visit eofire.com for killer resources, free trainings, and so much more. Give the gift of freedom to your friend or loved one with The Freedom Journal and they will accomplish their number one goal in 100 days. Visit thefreedomjournal.com and ignite.